welcome back once again, uh, episode 87 of Andrew Cast, and uh, I'm joined today by the world's greatest detective, which I didn't think was possible, but Batman's here, everyone. Um, he came in the storm and the rain to be here, and I'm super appreciative. So thank you so much, man, for coming out. No problem, out. man. Thanks for having me. Uh, dude, I've. it's funny, I'd, I hit you up a long time ago, because as soon as I saw you on TV, I was like looked up your Instagram handle and I'm like Bucks County Batman like you live right near where my parents live and I just I've been wanting to talk to you for the longest time so I just really appreciate you taking an hour out of your day just no to problem. come chill it's super awesome and um I hope that this is something that you can look at maybe later on and just be like it's something that chronicles your story I guess and so the first thing I wanted to ask you and it might sound weird but like tell me what you were like as a kid <clears throat> as growing up I was always I, I was always a little quiet always kind of kept to myself um, very introverted uh, I was always very strong I hit puberty when I was like 10 I was benching 240 when I was 12 years old um, wait what? <laughs> seriously? yeah and I kind of got into that from the comic books and back then it was like wrestling and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies like that were popular back then so wow. that's kind of how I got into fitness so you got into fitness like really early. Yeah. And was it just Batman comics that you were into or? I was actually into Marvel comics. I didn't get into Batman until I started watching the animated stuff. Right, right, right. <clears throat> and the series that hooked you, I'm guessing, is Batman the Animated Series? Yeah, yeah and man. Batman Beyond. There was Batman. something, I think, about the writing in that show. Paul Dini, I think, he wrote a lot of the stories in that. And um, it was something that you could tell it was made for children. Um, but they had these storylines and characters that were really compelling to an adult audience. And I think they towed the line really well between those two demographics. And that's why it's so commonplace today, but because of how mature it is, you know, yeah. and a lot of the sequences I remember early on were like animated by Japanese companies or Japanese animators. So it's mm -hmm. like really high quality stuff. Yeah. It's amazing how that stands up today and how many people that's touched. Like, I mean, I'm sure, you know, cause you're Batman, but uh, Harley Quinn wasn't even a character in the comics like she originated from the animated series right yeah yeah and that's like one of the biggest staple characters today so it's amazing how much of batman that that's influenced and you know the comics is kind of its own separate thing but the animated series brought so many people in so that's really cool man that you've kind of been like a lifelong comic head right yeah yeah so when did you so you're, you're growing up as kind of like an athlete and um you're into physical training and, and fitness and stuff like that. When did you start to dabble with cosplay? Like, when did you start to dabble? Is that what you would call what you do? I don't really call it that, but yeah. I've always, we've always been into Halloween and me and my friends with the cartoons, we kind of made our own costumes when we were kids and we would shoot our own home movies and, and uh, kind of started from there. And then I guess probably five or six years ago, a buddy of mine, introduced me to cosplay and uh costume designers and 3d printers and all it was just coming out back then and uh you, with the 3d printers you can make anything and he there's i've had costumes made from people all over the world I've, i find everyone on instagram so he kind of put me onto that that's really cool um do you find that when people see what you do they think right away like oh this guy just goes to cons like that's all he does like yeah i get that a lot yeah yeah what do you what do you think about like cons and the whole idea of people going to cons and dressing up and I think it's cool. I just I've only been to maybe two or three of them. That's interesting. And uh yeah, it's cool. I w 
I kind of, I don't know, I expect more like statues and stuff. The ones I've been to in Philly is mostly just posters and stuff. Uh, um, I haven't really been there on the weekends, but the New York one was a little better than the Philly one. I like, but it's cool. It's a little crowded. Yeah. I was going to ask, is there any particular reason like why that's not your scene or anything like that? Or you've only been to two just because? Um, yeah, just it's just too crowded. Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah to man. me, it's not worth it. Like I'd rather maybe do something on Halloween or just do something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just keep it a little more low key. Yeah. I understand that. Um, so you just kind of grew up with creative friends, it sounds like. Yeah. Like friends who are down to make movies and dress up and stuff like that. It was kind of before cell phones and all that stuff was out. So our, our, our stuff was really primitive, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely loved doing, making stuff growing up. We always, my, I have a buddy of mine who would artists like you and he's, he used to write stories for me and we, we would do all kinds of stuff. We have, I have all that stuff saved. Really? Yeah. So it really left a kind of like a big impression on you. Fiction was a, a huge part of your life, it seems. Yeah, definitely. That's interesting. So before we even get into where you are now, which is your Bucks County Batman, you have like 70,000 followers on Instagram. Um, a lot of people know about you before we get into like the viral videos and stuff. Out of all your experience with comics and, you know, imagination-oriented play growing up, why Batman specifically? <coughs> uh, Batman, I just, when I watched the cartoons, I just really related to the character. And it kind of all, I mean, everybody, I had no idea Pop Batman was so popular, but it seems like he's like one of the most popular characters there is. Yeah. He's, um, oh, DC came before Marvel and Iron Man's just kind of a ripoff of Batman. <laughs> but, uh, I love, I love Marvel as well, though. But, um, yeah, as far as Batman, I just I, I love the costumes and kind of when it started with the costumes, I just kept upgrading them. Mm. Um, so basically, just Batman's cool. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I just I just love the cartoons and yeah. I don't even know what I was gonna say, but uh, no, man, you're yeah, cool. It's just uh, I I think um, for me, Batman as a complete work is very interesting because the character is kind of the stoic lone gunslinger sort of right. Mm-hmm. But the supporting characters around Batman, like the villains, seem to be almost just as popular as he is, which isn't something that you necessarily see with other series, especially like mainstream superheroes. Spider-Man, you know, the most popular villain in Spider-Man is Venom, but there's not really a lot of villains in the series that are as glamorized as that character. Um, With Batman, it's almost like there's different fans of the different villains. Like people really get into Catwoman obviously everyone loves joker i'd argue that he's probably one of the he is the greatest fictitious villain ever um people get into hugo strange and um rajal ghoul like i saw someone's instagram handle the other day was like rajal ghoul and i was like that used to be a very obscure comic reference and now like the batman villains are so mainline you know like the riddler it's like there's not a lot of series where the opposition is so fondly remembered just like the character is like they're quirky they're weird to me like they all represent different mental disorders mm-hmm. and of course batman kind of has one himself but i think what he does is you know he uses his trauma in a positive way or at least he tries to and the comics definitely demonstrate him as a character that um isn't always sympathetic like i think the things that he does aren't always like critically received even right. if 
his intentions are good. Like, did you ever get into Justice League or Justice League Unlimited? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, aren't they great? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Paul Dean was the writer on any of those. I'd have to look that up. But kind of the same lane where they're really in-depth stories about mm-hmm. superheroes that are popular now. Like, you'll see a lot of shows today kind of they deal with the realism of superheroes and uh, what they would look like in contemporary life. And I think that show was doing it really early on. And that show, I'm sure you know, like, the highlights of Batman in that mm-hmm. show and how awesome he is. Um, <laughs> he kind of is front and center with Superman. And, yeah, up until recently, that comic was, I think it was the second best-selling comic of all time next to Superman, Batman comics. And then One Piece recently overtook both of them. But, yeah, you're, you represent a very popular character. Why do you think that Batman's so popular? <clears throat> I don't know. Just the shows were just so good. I don't know. He, I mean, te- I technically he's took down the whole Justice League, so he's kind of like, with no powers, he's like one of the most powerful characters there are with, because of his bat brain. <laughs> his bat brain. Yeah. It's almost like, um, because a lot of the times he's referred to as a detective, it's like mm-hmm. his mind is his, his weapon, you know? And I think what that does is it... Uh, it really grabs readers and audience members because they go, okay, how is somebody who is limited by kind of mortal abilities, how can he contend with like these people who surpass mortal abilities? And that I think contrast is always something that we want to watch. And Batman always has uh, insurance on everybody. You know, he's got the kryptonite for Superman. He's always thinking 10 steps ahead. And that's really cool, man. So you get Batman. He's a popular character. He's a character you really like. Um, you got the people from all over the world with the suit parts. What makes you decide, all right, it's time to invest. <laughs> it's time to get a really dope suit together. It's time to get this going. Just ever since I was a kid, when I was a little kid in my parents' basement, I had a $40,000 stereo. I just always had these like crazy items. When I see something that I want, I just I do what I have to do to get it. So <laughs> when my buddy showed me some of these suits, I was like, I just I have to have that. Yeah. So that's kind of, I just started buying stuff and then, I don't know if you ever if you ever had a suit made. If people tell you two months, it usually means two years. So really, I I like to have three or four suits being made at the same time, just because it takes so long just to get. So I like to have a lot going on at once. Wow, that's um, I I believe that though. I feel like a lot of people look at like what you're wearing and, and they would probably underestimate it. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of detail work with what you're wearing, especially the suit you have on now, where there's like I see bullet holes, I see like um, battle damage and stuff like that. And it's that in itself is its own art. Um, but, I mean, how does it feel on you? Does it feel heavy, like, when you wear it? Or are you like, the, uh, I can only do it for a little bit? <laughs> the undersuits made by UD Replicas, they're a motorcycle company. Mm. So they have the jacket and the pants. It had all the padding and everything in it. I removed all of that stuff, and I, I lightened the suit. And it's really because the face is open. I, I almost suffocated in the Batman Beyond, my original Batman Beyond. But this suit, with everything being open, it's really not that bad. Even though it's black, it, it's really pretty comfortable now. It's broken in. Yeah, I saw the Batman Beyond one that you wore, and it was pretty comfortable. I mean, it looks awesome, but like I could tell, it was like there doesn't seem to be any sort of like ventilation. The going new one's on. comfortable because the mask is big, but my original one was like tight against my face, and I couldn't. There was no air holes. Yeah, yeah. I wore it for four hours once. I don't know how, but. You cannot breathe at all when it's like tight against my face. <laughs> Recently on your Instagram, I see you wearing um, a mask too. 
Um, yeah. Was that like a specific mask that you bought, like just for this, or like did you adjust it for the costume? It's just the baklava. A lot of where people wear them for because you see the neck skin under the neck. I'm not wearing it right now. Right, right. But um, and then I just for, for it was cold out one day and I pulled it over my nose and it just it looked a lot cooler that way. So I, and then with COVID, I have to wear the mask. So I just kind of kept it that way for pictures. I try to mix it up. I have all the different chest pieces and different capes I use with the same suit. Yeah. I mean, it actually looked awesome. I was like, they should probably do something. I'm not sure if they ever have in the comics where, like, Batman's kind of wearing just, like, this sort of scarf over his face. But, like, it looked really cool. Um, So I want to ask you, before I guess we get into the legacy of of what you do and the experiences that you've had, um, is it safe to say, and you you were always, like, really popular, but is it safe to say that the video captured of you at the Black Lives Matter protest in Philadelphia last year was something that like brought you to a new level of notoriety? Uh, I would say yes and no. Okay. So when that when that happened, I well I didn't watermark the video, so it was shared by Chris Brown, Travis Scott. They wanted me on Fox News, The Daily Show. Everybody in the world was contacting me. Yeah. But I didn't watermark the picture, so when everybody shared it, like it, I didn't get any credit for it. And when we get, I got a lot of backlash from showing up at the people thought it was in poor taste because of george floyd and uh so i actually lost some followers and i actually lost my job because of it and they told me not to post or do any interviews so for a year i really didn't post for the first few months and i actually i i i doubled my following but then my following stopped for almost a full year so it's interesting and it was growing really quickly before that so it may have may have hurt me more than it helped me but it did get me verified what's your take on that criticism i guess uh I, I could definitely see where it could be people could see it in poor taste but yeah. um nobody there had a problem with me being there it was a lot of like after like i the only reason i respond to the to people is because of the lockdown and everybody was bored and normally i wouldn't even respond to hate mail but um after responding and looking back a lot of these people they were like 13 14 year old teenage white girl so it wasn't anybody <laughs> in that community that even had a problem so right and um after i blocked a few of them it just kind of went away but um yeah i definitely I, I, people think that i was there for cloud or trying to sell cop my cosplay but i don't even make the suit so i was just kind of it's just what i've always done just kind of going around to cheer people up and I, I didn't um i didn't go for cloud or for uh to sell anything i just kind of was there to Lighten the mood, I guess. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So you didn't do it for clout at all. That wasn't your intention. Mm. Um, I think that, like, when I saw that, because the the focus of the George, the George Floyd rallies was an emphasis on justice. And there's not a character that I think is more justice-obsessed than Batman. Like, it, that's almost, like, what he's known for to an extreme, like, to a comical level, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like when a symbol of justice shows up it's like you're in support and to me it doesn't it didn't seem like you were making light of the situation mm-hmm. like your attitude was very somber you showed up you can hear the voice clips of like people reacting to you mm-hmm. and it was a positive thing like you said i don't <clears throat> think anybody reacted to you in a negative way there um you know and you didn't do anything crazy at all man but like when i saw the video i was like wow bro he's out here in the smoke and then everybody edited it and put like the music over it or did you do that Everybody else did that. Okay, I was gonna say, man, because I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> like it re- the way that you're walking and what's going on, it does seem very theatrical. And 
because last year was so absolutely insane, almost like something out of a movie, it was a very fitting aesthetic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, people were upset that I didn't take sides, and uh, I could see both sides, and another on a more serious note, like, I did want to see for myself whether or not there was any type of, like, if I had to, if there was a police brutality or something like that, I would could kind of break it up with my suit on, or same with the other way, I talked to a lot of the younger people, like, some of them were just young kids, and they were breaking things, and they, they were just kind of doing what their friends were doing, I'd probably do the same thing if I was that age, Right. and I just told people, like, you know, that's not, don't don't break things, and it's not the way to do it, mm. and nobody's giving me a problem, they were all, it was every, everything was really positive about it. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I'm not saying anything new here when I say there's a lot of misinformation about what was going on, mm-hmm. and what actually happened with all these riots and protests, um, but I do think that the way that you handled yourself just from what I saw was, was really cool. Um, and that leads me to my next question. Like what has been your experience with law enforcement? Like, cause I see you taking pictures of like cops and stuff like that. Like, do they ever get on you? Like if you're out at night walking around and like, there's a bunch of people following you, like, do you ever get approached the, what are you doing? Stuff. Like a lot that? of people online think that I am a cop or work with the cops. <laughs> you have that kind of voice. You so know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one of the reasons I showed up at the protest, I was in the park shooting, shooting content with one of the kids. I had no idea that was going on. I wasn't watching the news. And the cop friend of Mike kept people calling me all the time, we need Batman. So he called me up. He's like, hey, we need Batman. I was literally right there. I was like, all right, I'm on my way. And I, I wasn't even fully dressed. I had my sweatpants on. And I, um, that's, yeah, I just kind of showed up more as a joke, just as my buddy called me. But um, I, I've done charity work with cops, and I have some cop friends. Um, what was the question? Yeah, that was gonna, I was going to say your experience with law enforcement. Oh, so, the, 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 yeah, yeah, I um. I've uh, I've never had a problem. I had a mall cop chase me out of the mall once. Really? Yeah. He, he, you know, Franklin, Philadelphia Mills. He was on a Segway, and uh, he, they told me to take the mask off, and they were cool about it. But after the third time, I kept putting it back on. He's like, "Don't put that mask on." I put it on. I ran out, and he chased me. I didn't get that on tape, but um. Yeah, I guess their reasoning was like, "We don't want this guy to rob people." Well, I think because of the COVID too, I've gotten. I've been in banks and airports. I've. I've been in uh, casinos. I've never had ever been kicked out of anywhere. So I don't know if it's because of COVID. Right before that, they had the Joker shoot up the thing. Right, right, so right, I, right. Things were a little little weird back then, but mm-hmm. right now it's like people are showing up kind of with whatever they want on their heads in store. So it was kind of maybe that's why I've not never had a problem. But the cops, I, we, I did the Chinatown thing where I was on the top of the car and I thought I was going to get a big fine, and the cops just smiled. Like they, they seem to have no pride. They, they have bigger problems, I guess. Yeah, of course, than to, to hassle you. That was my question because I thought that at some point somebody would hassle you, man. Um, but that's cool. I mean, you got cop friends, and people seem for the most part to know what you're doing, which is you're just trying to spread joy, man. I think another reason is I always have my uh, my girlfriend, little Asian girl, follow me with the camera, so it doesn't <laughs> look like I'm coming in with any weapons or anything. They could kind of see it's for YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> Now, is, is your girlfriend into dressing up as Batman characters at all either? Or Not no? at all. I, I, I force her to a little bit, and people love it when she does it, but yeah, maybe a little more in the future, but she's getting a little more comfortable with it. What's her opinion on this? Is she just like, this is something you she like? She loves recording it. She just doesn't like taking herself on camera. <laughs> I understand that, man, and definitely because you have a lot of notoriety. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to ask you also about TikTok and just the emergence of how popular that's been as a platform. I saw that you were making TikToks recently, mm-hmm. and your reception on there has been pretty good, from what I can see, man. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. My girl got me into it. I didn't. I should have done it when I started. And yeah. I kept putting it off, and uh, as soon as we put videos on it, people loved the TikTok. Blew up way way more than the Instagram, and it kind of 
helped me to bring some more followers to Instagram as well. I was I was about to say, man, you crushed it. Like I've definitely watched your account grow because I've been following you since WHYY did a story on you, and like you've just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Although I, I have had a lot of problems with TikTok as far as people reporting you. Um, <laughs> Why? Some of the stuff with the fireworks and stuff. My kids shoot me with fireworks. Like I could understand. But they took down my video. I was on a blow-up water slide with kids. I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, they said it was endangering kids. It was, just a, you know, it's made for kids. And uh, they recently took down a video. We were raising money for people without water. My son threw water in my face. They took down that. They said it's teaching kids violence. And then they took it. Uh, bought my kid an Xbox. And it's summertime. He had a shirt off. He's a boy. And they said that was child nudity. So. I'm a, I, one more strike, they're going to take down my whole account. So I, got, I don't even know what I'm allowed to post anymore on there. But wow, I got to be really careful. Yeah, I did not know that TikTok um, code of conduct, I guess they call that, with content with, was that stringent and strict. Mm-hmm. That sounds really crazy. I did watch the water video. I thought it was funny. I think you interacting with the kids is part of the charm of Batman, yeah. right? You have this big, tough, masculine character who was also just playing with kids. Um you probably saw. I know for a fact that you saw Bat Dad. Like that was kind of in the that kind of inspired me. Yeah, he yeah, does the Twitch yeah. And uh, his cameos now. Exactly. Yeah, and like that whole thing was was really cool. And I think as far as Batman in pop culture, he kind of has the status of like superhero. Everyone loves to go see the movies, but also there's there is the comical side of Batman, where it's just like he's such a one note character. Mm-hmm. That it's there's so much comedy that's played off him now. Like half the YouTube videos, if you search Batman, are like just funny cartoons, just kind of making fun of the lore and the character that he is. And so, like, I feel like he's a picture of comedy now, which is very ironic because that's what the Joker's wanted to make Batman the whole time this big joke. But he's also the highly anticipated blockbuster. And I want to ask, man, what is your feeling on the Robert Patterson film that's coming up? What do you think about it? What do you think about the costume, everything? I look forward to it. I think he's going to be a good younger Batman. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as the costume, I think it looks okay on him. I don't think it would look good on me. It is kind of weird, right? I did hear that they may upgrade it in the movie because it's his first suit. And towards the end, I think he's going to upgrade it. I don't know if that will happen. Yeah, it kind of has a ragtag look, which you're right. I think it fits his physique and the actor that he is. And you have kind of the more tactile look that's like the Arkham Knight series, which I think is the look that everyone loves now, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, More like body armor, which wasn't the early Batman or even Batman the animated series. Um, That's really, really cool. So, I mean, this is a question I got to ask every Batman fan, and I kind of know what your answer might be, but... Who is your favorite villain and why? Favorite villain, huh? DC? Yeah. Would be Dark Side or the Joker. Dark Side, man. Yeah. Dark Side is kind of like the DC Thanos. Which came first, do you know? Uh, the DC? Yeah. From what so, I, from, I'm, from, I'm pretty sure. So Dark Side came first. Yeah, and Thanos. Yeah. Was, there's, there's different characters. Like, isn't um, Deadpool and Deathstroke are just. Deathstroke is like a. No, Deadpool is like a parody of, of Deathstroke, mm-hmm. right? Because Deathstroke came out first. Yeah. yeah, so there's always been like the the mirror characters in DC and Marvel. Thanos, I do love Thanos, though. He was one of my favorite Marvel yeah. characters growing up. If if you would have told me, because I, I was always a comic book guy, too. If you would have told me that he would have entered mainstream pop culture, like everyone would know who Thanos is, I'd be like, no way, dude. That's like too obscure of a Marvel character. I know it eventually had. It took like, what, 30, 40 years? But yeah, yeah. And he got what I have all them comic books. and right. It's, it's it's interesting to see like how that world has blown up so much where people are now are like oh like i prefer dc movies i prefer like marvel comics i mean marvel movies and it's like 
a whole generation that skipped the comics or just are not interested in reading comics now are familiar with these characters and it's really really cool yeah um i i don't know who my favorite batman villain is that'd be like kind of hard to to sum up there's one and you probably know who it is um He's this timid guy, but he's controlled by a puppet. Do you know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about? I forget his name. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy how we both don't know that. But um, I always thought that was such a clever idea for a villain, where mm-hmm. it's like you have this guy who is completely out of his mind, who's very mild-mannered, and he has this puppet that's on his right hand that is this criminal. I think it's a mobster character in the mm-hmm. comics. Like It even talks like a mobster. And so he's being like pulled in two different directions. Um I always thought that that was cool. And again, I think the theme with Batman villains is like mental illness. Like all of them have a certain thing. Um, in your opinion, why do you think people love the Joker so much? Like, why do you think there's so much gravitation towards that character? And what did you think about the movie? I thought the movie was great. Yeah. You um, liked it? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting though. Like it's a whole, Suicide Squad is there, and now they got like the Harley Quinn comedy show, and then they got um, just different iterations of the characters, like solo Joker adventures. It's it's really nuts. <laughs> it's gotten like out of control. How much? And it's hard to tell. Like, who is more popular now, mm-hmm. Batman or the Joker? So, but um, I do I do do a Batman Joker mashup. I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, I might have on your Instagram. That's where you painted part of your helmet. Yeah, I think it was. I've done it a few different times. Where I painted the suit. I painted the chest piece. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, I think that you you probably have multiple sets of everything. Yeah. right? Yeah. So where do you store all that? <laughs> I have mannequins and stuff. I have like a little workshop. I have, I live oh, right cool. down the road. You know that. Mm-hmm. But I do eventually want to build a new home and. Uh, I'm going to build an actual back cave. My basement's going to go like 30 feet into the ground. <laughs> and I'm going to have tons of mannequins and doors that automatically open and all that. So, <clears throat> but right now I just, yeah, I just, I actually sold a lot of the stuff. I would love to keep it, but uh, it's just, if I'm not going to use it, I'd rather just give it to somebody else. And I still have the memories of the pictures and all. So I'm always upgrading. And uh, wow, you're going to have an actual back cave in your house. Yeah. Do you ever like hear the stuff that you say and you go like, the child version of myself would be so over the moon with what I'm doing. Well, now. that's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my son. That's I kind of I didn't tell you which where it started. He um he has 300 of his own costumes, and uh, he's got three superhero claws: Marvel, DC, and he's got his whole separate Spider-Man closet. But uh, yeah, he's got 300 suits, and he's got almost every single character. He's starting to grow out of it now. But his younger brother's my Robin. He's he's six six years old. But uh, that's kind of how it all started. And my kids, my youngest son's autistic, and they're not sure. They think my oldest son's 10. He still believes in Santa Claus. And he thinks they're not sure if I'm the real Batman. They say, you know, that stuff's not real. But then he come, I come home bleeding from my scars, and uh, <clears throat> I'm on the news every other day. So he's getting real confused, and they think it's awesome. So they think I'm real, the real Batman. So that's kind of how it started. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool, man. Wow. So you really have a passion for, for working with children. Yeah, I love kids. Yeah. And you've done some work with hospitals? When, uh, like I said, I'm kind of quiet. So the hospital shut down with COVID. Mm. And with losing my job and 
<clears throat> also recently divorced. I only have my kids half the week. People started contacting me, and I had all this free time. And uh, as long as they're local, the local sick kids I've been visiting, and uh, I've been doing that for about two years now. And then with the lockdowns, that's where I kind of got the idea with Twitch, where the kids with cancer, it says they, they don't want, they already have stuff. They, they really just want your attention. So, and they all have Xboxes in their room. So I figured I could connect that way with them on Twitch and kind of interact with everyone that way. What are the reactions, man? Like, what do you usually get? They love it. They think they're talking to like a real slut. I mean, I'm just an old man with a Batman costume, <laughs> but they actually think I'm Batman. So it's, it's cool that I've, I've grown men calling me. They want me to follow them back on Instagram <laughs> and I follow them back and they tell me they cried for three days straight. So like, it's amazing that I could have that effect on people. I don't understand it, but it's, wow. uh, yeah, it's really cool to be able to. Do you augment your voice at all, or do you just kind of keep it? I, I do. People want me to do the bat voice. I don't really do it. I, yeah. I bought a couple different voice changers, and I just mm. sound like Dark Vader. Yeah, I wear it with the. It doesn't really fit with this suit, but with the Batman Beyond, I put it inside the mask. Mm. So I would like to get some type of a voice changer. That's interesting. Yeah, I've always been partial to the Kevin Conroy delivery, and I think feel like just Batman talking normal. <laughs> yeah, it's the way he is in the cart. Like he doesn't really do the voice. But uh, yeah. if people want that for cameos, I got to start to get more comfortable doing stuff like that. Right, right. So you're on cameo too. Yeah. Man, you got a lot of stuff going on. So do you do this full time now? <laughs> I do. I um, Dude, that's I mean, awesome. I'm not making in much, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I could. I could do birthday parties. I got so many requests. I used to just because I, cause of my work tell me I couldn't do it. But now I just, anybody that like wants me to show up somewhere, I usually do it as long as it's local. And I've kind of taken on all requests now. That's really cool. Hmm. What are some standout moments that you have from doing this? Like stuff that you look at now and you go like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Doing my live shows, you never know who's going to. I don't know how that started. I was going to make an OnlyFans and do it for like personal training. Mm. But um, so I started doing my workouts from live feeds and uh, I didn't expect it. But a lot of famous celebrities have popped in on them. A lot of. I growing up, I was really into bodybuilding. So one of my favorite body, my favorite body of all time, Kevin Leveroni, came into the show and he, uh, you know, he's my idol growing up. He told me that I was his idol and it was kind of like a crazy experience. Well, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, well, I wasn't expecting. He wants to train me now online. I got Mike O'Hearn, the American Gladiator. He loves like a lot of these guys love superheroes. So I wasn't expecting a lot. Like you never know who's going to come into these live shows. That's awesome, man. I'm sure that's very humbling. You know? And then I don't know if you ever heard of Spider Cuz. Spider Cuz. Yeah. He sounds Batman. really familiar. He says, oh, he's a fuck Batman. Fuck. It's all, it's all, he kind of started just making fun of Batman. And he's, he's, his, he grew up, he blew up. He's making money now. And then there's a Brooklyn Batman. And I did a concert with them a couple months ago in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. And that was real They all have their own weed and shit, Batman weed. They it was crazy. Now, are they younger in the game than you? Like, did they start this later? You know what I'm saying? Like, did they look at you, do you think? And they yeah, they, they, they looked at me, and I inspired them to do it. So Wow. And now they're all actually famous rappers, so it's it's really cool. What? <laughs> and I'm invited to their con to everything, so. I, I feel like you're in such a unique position that if somebody asked you, hey, Bob, what do you do? Like, you, what do you say? That's funny. I'm going to court with my, my uh, ex-wife. She's got a free lawyer, so she's constantly taking me for full custody of the kids. And wow. uh, I uh, I had to fill out all this stuff myself. I don't have a lawyer. And they asked me my occupation. And my unemployment just ran out, so I was like, I just put down Batman. There's no way you put down Batman, yeah. bro. 
and I mean, I, I mean, I get, I'm verified on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. So I'm not going to write all that stuff. I mean, I just, I do shit as Batman. So dude, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That, that's something that like, has DC reached out to you at all? No, but I've, uh, a lot of people, the number one question I get is where I have the suits made. And I've been tagging the people, and the one guy blocked me, and I was like, I thought I did something wrong. I wrote mm. him. He's like, he said he's getting so famous that like DC, they're starting to crack down on like the costume makers right. and all that. So right. he doesn't want to be tagged anymore. He's but I, I made him famous, so he was happy. That makes a lot of sense. Um, wow, that's really interesting that it would go that far. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there will ever be a point that what you do gets threatened. No, I don't think so. Yeah, but I mean, you, I guess you got in while the getting was good because you have the whole thing, man. Like, I feel as though what you do is so unique that there's probably maybe other 10 other people, maybe five other people in this country. <laughs> That's what's crazy to me. I mean, there's tons of people that have a similar suit to this. And it's like, I wore the suit's uncomfortable as hell at first. I was like, I could see why people wouldn't want to put it on every day, but, uh, you know, I started doing it. I was like, yeah, really, there's not many other people doing it. So mm. it was, I just, I just said, I like, there was no one to record me at first. And when, when I met my girlfriend three years ago, I was like, you know, we just walk in McDonald's and see what happens. And that's all I did. I didn't do anything. And the people just love just walking around and just kind of riding around the neighborhood on the motorcycle. That's where it started. People started to see me. And then once I, I painted a bridge, I don't know if you saw that. That was the first thing that went viral was I yeah. painted over the bridge. And, uh, yeah, that's when people walked. They, they kind of saw me around the neighborhood before. I was actually looking to get a sky beam with the bat symbol as well. I'm looking for one of them for my yard. Yeah, man. I mean, if you have a cop buddy that literally called you and said, we need Batman, the next <laughs> practical step is to get a sky beam. Like, let's be honest here. Um, so when you show up to these places, like, do you have a certain decorum? Like, is there something that you would and would not do? Because you kind of are in character, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some things, I guess... Like, are you Disney about it? There's certain things that Batman wouldn't do, so you're not going to do that. Do you just take a picture with anybody that comes up to you? What's your rule? You show up to a place, you know people are going to look. Like, do you have kind of like an aim? I'm going to be here for 25 minutes. How does a typical appearance go? No, nah, it's just whatever. Whatever happens. Like, somebody wants to I take pictures with everyone. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'll stay as long as they want or whatever. <laughs> it's usually just a walkthrough, though, or something. Just kind of... I've I've done a lot of like photo shoots in Philadelphia and it's kind of cool like just standing on top of the building I have to look over the building for like an hour so it's cool to just have people see that like and they're like like I did with the Vice Media the Vice Magazine interview it was 50 hours of footage they broke it up into like a nine nine minute video but um wow it was the first night in Philly it was the first maskless night and uh, everybody was high and drunk and I could see them looking at me and saying like is that really Batman? Like, they don't believe what they're seeing. There was a one homeless guy, and, like, I was... He told me to go down and into the subway. And uh, he came up under his thing, and he's like, Batman? And I was like... <laughs> he's like... And I just walked. I just stayed with the character. And he's like, what are you doing? I just said, saving the city. He's like, thank you, Batman. So it's really cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it's it's almost as if the world is bending around you to... to prop up your character so you hear a lot of people say and i hear them with i feel a lot safer when i'm walking by to see me walking around like dude that's really commendable man uh so yeah a lot of media appearances and that's 
really cool. How, how do you like that? Do you like do you like doing those? I don't like doing it. But, <laughs> I'm um, sorry, man. <laughs> I love when it's over. I mean, I love doing it, but I don't like. Of course, I don't like putting on the suit unless it's. I mean, it gets hot. But um, yeah, yeah, I love it and I hate it. So hmm. I like the finished product, but I don't really. <clears throat> seems like it's i've gotten a lot more comfortable i think doing my live shows just talking in front of a camera and stuff it was a little cringe watching myself at first but i i think i've and i don't know how to answer a lot of the questions like but the more you do it the more you kind of think about why i'm doing it and how to answer things so wow yeah i it's kind of interesting to hear you say that because i feel like when people see you they go oh this guy must want attention but like what you're saying is, I don't really like. That's what the that Philly stuff. Joker said when I met him. He's also really. He said he sort of wearing the makeup to scare people off, and now everybody <laughs> wants him to do the Joker laugh and all, and now he's real famous. But um, wow. Yeah, I'm do. I do it more for the. I guess for the. I've always been into photography and just the suits are so amazing. I always want that content. Yeah. And for my own self and just to kind of share it with other people. That's another thing I was going to ask you. When you go into your DMs on social media, what is most of it? Like, is most of it photographers going, dude, I want to shoot with you now? What, what do you see a lot of? I've gotten a lot of that. It's just, it's a, it's a kind of a mix of everything. A lot of people just like a lot of, one of the things was really cool during the protest. Um, a lot of families wrote me and they said that their, that their, uh, their kids saw me on TV when their neighborhoods were burning down. And they said like, you know, is Batman going to save the city? And like their parents were actually crying, saying like, "I gave their kids hope and everything." So wow, it's really cool. Like just older people and stuff that I could just help people in that way. I really wasn't expecting any of that. So huh. like a follow back, it just doesn't cost me anything. So I just if somebody wants to follow, like I'm not weird with stuff like that. I never charged anybody for any appearances or anything like that. Huh. Yeah, that's see, that's something I didn't know. That's actually really cool. Um, I've had a guy call me like the other day. I needed a haircut. I'm, I'm low on money, so I was cutting my own hair. But they wanted to cut my hair. They wanted to pay me. I was like, just cut my hair. I'll show up. And they wound up giving me like a five hundred dollar comic book. I, I thought it was like ten bucks. I went home and I checked it out. And yeah, it was like, so that was really cool. What comic book? I don't even know. I put it on my <laughs> last podcast. Was it Batman or just? Yeah, something? it was Batman. It was some type of Batman. Whoa. It was like, older and it was, like, it had like an eight rating. Wow, man, that's. That was really nice. Yeah, I was going to say, life is full of unexpected I got turns. a free gun in the mail, a non-lethal gun that shoots gas pellets. That's I get a lot of free merch. I got groupies sending me, you know, their pictures. That's <laughs> always cool as well. And, uh, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. No way. I get toys. I get clothes. I, I wasn't expecting to start getting, like, stuff like that until I hit, like, 100,000 followers at least. But I think maybe because I'm verified. But, yeah, I started getting a lot of stuff. Wow, man. That's cool. Your life is like a comic come to life. <laughs> it, like, what's that's that's what I'm going to say. Like, you almost don't know what's going to happen next. Where do you see this going in the future? <clears throat> or what are your plans? Maybe? My plans are just to be more more active online, like with uh, more and more cameras, drones following me around. I want to do... Uh, yeah, man. That'd be sick. Do, like, live streams on Twitch where you could do, like, behind the scenes, just constant footage, more footage, more of everything, and just... See what happens with it. I, I want to work from home because of my kids, and I don't really like to travel. And it's a little sometimes I'd rather I'm more comfortable in my own once I build my back cave. And I have a, if I could reach, I can reach the world so small now with the internet. It's it's amazing how I could just go live and just talk to everyone at once. So, yeah, more of that. That's awesome. 
Um, has COVID changed a lot for you specifically with this, or it just means more online stuff, less per- in-person stuff? I would No, imagine. I mean, because I lost my job. I've actually, during the lockdown, I was out more than anyone. Just roaming <laughs> the empty streets, getting footage, and yeah, so. <laughs> Every answer you give, I like, I'm not <laughs> expecting at all. That's really cool. And I think that people kind of need a distraction right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty nutty out there. That's actually the where I got the idea was from... Uh, the Chinese Batman on YouTube, there was a volcano erupted and uh, uh, this, a lot of the stores in the city burnt down. Everybody was sad for months and months and he hopped on his motorcycle as Batman and people started smiling for the first time again. That's kind of where I got the idea is to start riding around, just getting a reaction out of people. Would you say that's the most rewarding part of this experience is kind of just seeing everyone's reaction? Yeah, definitely more kids too than anything I've seen like in... I don't know if you saw my video in Chinatown. I just kind of popped in the window and the kids look and their jaws drop. and Saw that, yeah, They yeah. think it's real, yeah. I, they get a lot of that, so that's really cool. Yeah, I think um, that's something that will never change. Like, no matter how many generations pass, like, seeing Batman in real life is something that makes children's eyes go wide, you know? They're just like, oh my gosh. And the suit is so amazing, even better than the movies. Like I eventually, within five years, I want to have some type of drone type motorcycle or flying suit. So yeah, that would be really cool to see. That's what I want to see. So I know if I, I know if I want to see it, somebody else is going to see that as well. As far as movies go, what would be your favorite? Either Chris Nolan movies, you Jack Nicholson sort of era. Like what, um, what I didn't love any of the live action movies. I would wow. say the Snyder Cut of more than any of the others. But um, okay. Yeah, I will. I was always into more. I didn't hate them, but I, I was always into more into the animated stuff. I'm the same way, man. I mean, obviously, I'm artist and cartoonist, but I feel as though Batman was a character made in a comic book medium, and so comics and animation kind of serve him the best. And video games as well. Oh so. yeah, man. Like any <clears throat> any form of animated Batman. Um, again, I'm Kevin Conroy, like Mark Hamill fan. Those two, uh, in their roles, to me, like I'm in. But yeah, I was the same way. I kind of grew up watching The Batman. I'm not sure if you remember that. It was WB. It was kind of like the next generation from the Batman animated series. And it was phenomenal, you know? There's so many episodes that I think about just how many different stories you can tell with that character. Mm-hmm. Are there any that stick out to you, like any comics or any, like, like premises that you were like, wow, this is a cool Batman story. Oh, uh, I love uh, Batman Superman Apocalypse. I mean, I've really loved yeah, yeah. all of them. So they, <laughs> they're all so good. I really don't have a favor. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like somebody who loves Batman as much as you wouldn't be like, ah. Oh, Even like the Wonder Woman animated movie was amazing, like all of them. Yeah. DC's making a lot of animated stuff now. I think maybe that's COVID's pushing a lot of that where the Patterson movie, I think, was halted the production um, because of COVID. And I think a lot of studios are just turning to more animated films. And, you know, that way everybody can, I guess, like make stuff from home. Have you ever thought about voice acting or getting into the kind of like production industry? Um, no, nah, not really. I mean, people always say, why don't you be in the movie or whatever? But I mean, I'm not an actor, so <laughs> I don't think I think the next Batman should be uh, somebody that's not famous, though. I don't think it would be really that hard to be a Batman actor. And there's a lot of actors out there they could use for that. Who do you think did it? Well, I know you're not into live action, excluding voice actors. Like, who do you think? I love um I, I mean, I like them all except for Clooney. Yeah, I probably I probably like Ben the best, but uh, mm. 
Yeah, I like them all. I look forward to uh, Keaton coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> Clooney, <laughs> that was a, a, a really weird Batman movie. I think that one was more slapstick-oriented, mm. if I remember correctly. Um, but, yeah, is there a piece of Batman memorabilia or merchandise that you hold in high esteem that isn't costume-related? Like, do you have some of the figures or something like that? Um, not Batman. I, have, I do have figures. I have Thanos. Oh, like the actual yeah. glove, Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, no, I have a, a couple Thanos statues. But I don't have any Batman statues, no. It's hard to cosplay as Thanos. It's, it's hard to well, dress or be in costume yeah. as Thanos. Yeah, that's a character that is definitely difficult to do. Um, but yeah, being a lifelong comic book fan is interesting because you get to see how the industry has evolved. And, um, you know, everything's digital now. Like, mm. there's no more paper comics like everyone's reading stuff digitally and i just hope that it continues to survive like it almost seems like one day the movies and video games are kind of gonna usurp that all together because mm -hmm. who is reading the comics but i really hope that that medium lives on yeah and like do you ever do you still read them now or? i don't i wish yeah. i did but um i didn't grow out of it i just i don't know what happened i just stopped and but yeah i love them i still have all of them i still have them all sealed up Oh yeah, really? Yeah, so got... you you have like the the binding and like the plastic yeah, on them yeah, and stuff. Everything like that. sealed away. Yeah, that stuff it's weird. It actually appreciates in value a lot of that stuff. I mean, you would know you have a five hundred dollar comic. <laughs> when uh when I met my ex wife, she uh I was like the forty year old virgin. I had all the statues and all. She wanted me to get rid of some of them <laughs> and I needed money at the time, so I put them for sale and they sold instantly, yeah, like in it's seconds. Amazing. With comic books I think it's a little harder because you have to figure out all the prices, but Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. They re and they they went way up in value. I mean, I doubled, like tripled my money on all of them. So that was cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, man, that, that's really cool to hear that uh, that you were able, I guess, at least to help yourself out in that spot, even if it <laughs> is hard to part with that stuff. Because I'm a nerd too, man. Mm -hmm. I, I would hate to be. That's like to you want all that stuff, but it's like, what am I gonna play with them? Like they're just sitting there. Yeah, I'm like, like they're like... just gonna <laughs> collect dust, right? And it's just ugh. That that's I think the constant struggle of being a nerd. It's like, what do I do with my collections? <laughs> One day it's got to go. Um, but hey, man, there's 14 minutes left. I just want to thank you and just be respectful of your time. You're about to go out and shoot some more content, and it's a storm, so be careful. It's gonna look awesome, though I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I just want you to just take this chance to plug everything. Your cameo your tiktok your instagram so everybody can find you and access you and get stuff you know all right yeah all right guys so yeah if you want to follow me easiest place to get a hold of me is on instagram if you have ever have a question dm me on instagram but every day i do live shows on instagram and tiktok and i'll be streaming live on twitch daily as well so everything's bucks county batman and uh, if you ever want any shit, i don't do birthday parties at the moment but if you want Shout outs for your kids. If your kids are sick, it's free. I could send videos. Uh, otherwise, I could shoot cameos, uh, happy birthdays, whatever you want. But uh, it's Bucks County Batman. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Yo, book this man for real because he's awesome. He does amazing stuff. Um, Batman, thank you so much for coming to my parents' house and being on my podcast. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks. Dude, thank you. This is episode 87. We're out. Peace. Peace on my